Listen to us every Thursday night at 9.30 Eastern, 7.30 Mountain. If Mario and Luigi were to do a podcast, it might sound something like this. Infendo Radio is on now. Yeah, you can't do the Mario and Luigi without doing that, man. We've been gone for like two weeks, three weeks, whatever, and can you tell... We're a little off our game, but welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode 624, we think. That's what we went with anyway, so if you're watching this on the live stream, that's what it says. Um, I'm Lucas. I'm the guy who usually says, hello, welcome to Infendo Radio. I'm joined by a colorful cast of characters, a, a collection that's of racist. cantankerous <laughs> cantankerous coots who are going to be joining me on this episode. One of them is... I guess if we're if we're going full racial, the most colorful of our cast, Eugene. How you doing tonight, bud? And where can the people find you? I'm doing good. You asked uh, for this. I, I did. <laughs> this is my, this is all my doing. Um, yeah, you can find me on Infendo.com. Sometimes on Twitter, retweeting things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Infendo.com is where you can find all the things that I'm about. Um, thanks for asking, Lucas. Where can the people find you? Well, thank you for asking, Eugene. Find me on my YouTube channel. It's the only place on the internet I still exist. And I'm there a lot. That's youtube.com slash C slash L-U-K-A-S underscore P-E-A-C. I don't know. Look up Lucas Peace, Lucas with a K, Peace like yo, Peace dog, and you'll find me. I post a lot of videos. I'm halfway through a Donkey Kong Country 2 playthrough with Steve. We're going to 102% the game, so go check us out doing that whole thing. And I've been playing Crash Bandicoot 4. Spoiler, that's going to be my change the system. But I've been playing that, and I've been loving it. So go watch those videos, too. Lots of videos going up there all the time. Subscribe to me. You'll hate it. Um, Justin, how are you doing tonight, and where can the people find you? I am doing okay, considering everything that's going on in my life. Um, and uh, you can find out some of that by following me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Um, you can also look at other things that I'm trying to do with my life but not being able to keep up with because of other things. Uh, that would be the DisneyParkBench.com. Um, I've got some new stuff on the way, so it's not completely defunct. Just uh, ran into a couple roadblocks over the holidays, but that's still a, still a thing. Excellent. Well, we hope to have you out of that Switch OLED that you're trapped in soon. If you understand that joke, you're probably watching this show live. Thank you for that. We appreciate you. Um, well, it's been kind of a weird, slow, dead period since we left, which is part of the reason why we did the whole holiday break thing, right? Not a lot really happens right now. All the games have been revealed and announced, and everybody's just kind of buying them up for their children. So instead of that, um, we've got we've got some very light news, and then we're just kind of going kind of go into what we've been playing and what we've been up to. So um, Eugene, you actually had a little bit of news that you brought up when we were planning. Do you want to start us off and just kind of talk about what's been going on? Sure. So um, I saw it first from a Wario64 tweet that I um, retweeted, but it looks like GoldenEye64 is going to be coming to the Xbox according to um, a, a, a few achievement leaks. I think True Achievements um, is the one that picked this up first. 
according to this article I'm reading anyways. But yeah, it looks like there's going to be achievements for a game called GoldenEye 007. Um, this comes shortly after the game was banned, un unbanned rather, in um, Germany. Because if you'll remember, that game was just not able to be sold ever in that country for whatever Really? Reason. Is that like a violence thing where there are like Nazi mentions? I, I, I honestly don't know, but I know that... Yeah, Germany has um, pretty strict violence uh things for their video games so uh, that's more than likely the reason mm -hmm. yeah it, because uh yeah like i'd have to do a little bit more research into exactly why it was banned or for whatever but uh yeah it yeah it's you can buy that game in germany now and it looks like it's going to be available online soon too so that's pretty exciting so for those of you like me who were like seven years old when this game came out and never really played it and didn't follow it and everything um, you're probably wondering why are we talking about some, like, you know, 20-year-old game that, that's coming out on a system that isn't Nintendo. Um, I guess, and correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, but what you were explaining to me is that this 007 game has never really been re-released anywhere ever in the history of anywhere ever, right? So that's yeah. kind of cool mm -hmm. and kind of weird, mm -hmm. so, cool. So here's, <laughs> here's the story. Uh... Because it is a licensed game, that's already, like, one problem. The license has been passed around from company to company to company over the past, like, 20-some-odd years. So, that's a nightmare. Um, also, uh, I guess... So, everybody kind of has a stake in this. Microsoft, uh, Nintendo, and not Sony, like, Computer Entertainment, but... Sony Pictures owns the Bond license, so, you know, you've got that going on. Um, and I guess at one point, uh, on the Xbox 360, Rare had actually developed an HD port of uh, GoldenEye that was pretty much ready to go, and then didn't release it for whatever reason, whether it was Nintendo didn't let them, or they couldn't get the official license or whatever, and yeah. that eventually got turned into the Perfect Dark uh, port that we have now, but um, I'm hoping that these rumors are true. It's looking really good, like, as long as what we've been hearing is, is accurate, um, it seems like this is pretty much a sure thing. I just hope we get it on the Switch because that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm yeah, hoping that I mean, this, this is a surprise announcement for the Nintendo collection. If you have the expansion pass, you know. Yeah, that like this nice. is like even like I would love to get you know the the HD enhanced version that we will probably be getting on the Xbox if this happens. But you know, just to have any version of it on the Switch would be would be fantastic as long as it's got online multiplayer man like just the hook me up the screenshots actually look like it's going to be just the uh the original n64 game actually not the remastered version so that probably two things there that could be good for the fact that it could be coming to the switch right because i think if it was a remastered version there might be less of a chance potentially um but I mean, if it runs on an xbox 360 i don't see any reason it couldn't run Switch, it is but... weird that it's coming out on Xbox 360. I no. Just... Um, no, 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 no. It's not coming it was... out on 360. Oh, okay. 
the the HD remaster was developed for the 360, but never released. Okay, so the rumor is that it's coming to Xbox, whatever this is called, Series X or something. Mm, and like the Xbox That's right, One, the S- I think. The Xbox oh, yeah. X. <laughs> that I think that it's going to be um, pretty cool. I mean, I'd play it. I'll download it. Um, I with Justin though, I kind of wish that it was the remastered version because then maybe we get like online play, all that stuff. I guess that's not off the table right now, but it sounds like it's just going to be a straight a ROM dump, which I'm still here for. Could we possibly? It was an N64 game, right? Mm-hmm. So could we possibly just get it as part of like Switch Online when it comes to whatever? Yeah, like, that's what I was just saying. I was hoping that it uh, that that would be a thing, you know? Like it'd yeah. be cool if. Uh, that happens because it is just the N64 game. Somehow I feel like they're going to milk it for everything it's worth, though, and make it like a $30, you know, like, buy me kind of situation. But we'll see. I mean, it does have that, like, legendary Ocarina of Time style, you know, clout for, like, Mm -hmm. one of the best games of all time, which I feel like if I went back and played it for the first time now, I would get none of that. Like, I feel like it it was very much a game of its time, but maybe I'm wrong. I'd be curious to give it a try. Yeah, probably a time and place thing, honestly, with that, that one. But I was in that time, and I was in that place, and mm-hmm. I need that game. Special to you. Um, well, I will say, too, in a little bit of news, I guess, um, and this is kind of specific to Japanese accounts. If you have a Japanese account and you've been wanting to check out this game and you haven't yet for some reason, now's the time. Uh, there's a Golf Story uh, trial player whatever thing that you can do. So if you want to try out Golf Story, log on to your Japanese account, go to the eShop, look for it, and download it. You can play it for seven days. So uh, Also, if you have a North American uh, Switch online account, I believe. Are you sure about that? I'm... I'm almost positive that I saw it. Maybe it was a European one. I don't know. I have I have all three, but I'm pretty sure I saw that advertised in my news feed. I can go grab my Switch to make absolutely sure, but... <laughs> Probably fine. Um, coolsies. Well, then, cool. Yeah, go check that out, I guess, and see if it's available in your region. If not, just boot up your Japanese account. You know, 6 of 10. Um, anyway, that kind of gets us through the big news of the day, so I guess we're going to take a very short break and come back to you with a full cast and crew and talk about the games we've been playing. So, we'll be right back. Hey yo, you like Discord? You know you do. Go on over to infendo.com, click on the community tab, join up with all the people just like you who want to talk about Infendo and Nintendo and all the other cool stuff you're doing with your life. Welcome back! I didn't know when that was going to end. I don't remember recording that, but I'm sure I did. Um, yeah, it, it, we're going to do it's change the system. Fake. It's going to be a big old change the system, boys and girls, because we've been playing games for three weeks and we haven't talked about it. And I got some games I want to talk about. I don't know about you guys, but I got some games I want to talk about. Well, but I talk, think talk, buddy, talk. I, I think the honor should go to Eugene, who pre-show oh. said he has like the least interesting change the system. So, which is Eugene, probably true. Warm us up. Warm us up. So I um, went on holiday and I took <laughs> both of my switches with me. Um, I did get some playtime on both of them, actually. So I played some Nino Cooney. I played some on my hacked switch. I played some uh, Ocarina of Time Master Quest. I found a ROM mm. for that that I can play on the Nintendo 64. So that's Very nice. different because I've never played the Master Quest 
with a Nintendo 64 controller before. So that was kind of a trip, which was kind of cool, actually. Um, did they do... Like, I know that the Master Quest that came out on the GameCube was basically just the remixed dungeons and that's it. Is the version you're playing, did they do anything else with it? or? Pretty sure it's just that version, just a ROM of that version, honestly. Okay. Um, and it, that works for me because I... Um, the dungeon remixing alone keeps me occupied. Like, I was in the um, the Deku tree for, yeah. like, an hour before I beat it. And usually fun, I can right? just, like, breeze through. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just kind of adds an extra challenge because it's like, okay. And, and the best thing about the Master Quest, by the way, is that they play on your knowledge of the previous game so like if you um there's a moment in the deku tree where you're okay like you go in the room and you expect there to be this enemy and then i think you get like the um one of the items well there's you don't go into that room to get to fight that enemy in this version you actually have to solve a puzzle and then after immediately after you solve the puzzle that's when the enemy just like appears mm -hmm. you know and it's like oh okay well cool that was kind of yeah. interesting so uh yeah no it's uh I, I like it a lot i'm i've i'm nearing completion uh and i'm going really slow on this one but i'm nearing completion of being of young link so i'm at the uh at the very end of the uh jabu jabu and uh i'll be adult link here soon i don't remember how far i got it i remember playing it on the gamecube <laughs> Um, and then I remember playing it again on the 3DS. I never completed it on either one. The 3DS one is a little bit different because everything's reversed, and mm -hmm. I believe all the enemies do more damage, whereas the GameCube one, it was basically just the remixed dungeons. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've never actually played all the way through the Master Quest. I should someday. It's um, fun. I played to... through it one time, so like this is almost like an entirely new experience I, for me. I There's something never... that they can bring to the N64 Switch Online. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe they will in the same vein as all the like cheat mode stuff they do on mm -hmm. the older games, you know? Um, I do remember a couple of the dungeons actually even being like easier on Master Quest. Like, I remember yeah. the, the, the desert one was actually like a lot simpler and more straightforward on Master Quest. And then you have, mm -hmm. like like you were saying, like I think Jabu Jabu's belly was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. um, Deku Tree was really weird. There was like weird stuff you had to do to get through parts of it that you didn't have to do before, like that kind of wonder stuff. wonder what the water uh, temple will be like. The, the thing I love about it is that they... Um, so like they play on some like advanced techniques that mm -hmm. you wouldn't necessarily have to use in the regular game. Yeah. So like one example I keep I can think of in um, the Deku Tree is you have to light a Deku stick and then there's um, a platform that's going back and forth and there's the spinning spikes in the middle. You know so that you have to like duck underneath, but you can't you can't you don't normally duck right that's not normally yeah. a thing but when you put out your shield mm -hmm. and um you have the deco stick out you can actually kind of duck under the thing well yeah. in the room right before that there's a crap ton of bats that are on fire so they're probably going to burn your shield so you mm -hmm. actually can't duck if you don't have the shield so you have to go find one of those deco scrubs and buy it for 50 coins so like i, yeah. I really feel like this um like, whoever made the Master Quest, it was very intelligently designed. Um, yeah. it, you can tell they were fans of um, the game of, of Ocarina of Time. You know, like, it's like, oh, yeah, what else can we do with this engine? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, if this is the real Master Quest that, that they released, then obviously, you know, this is Nintendo 
do oh, yeah, it, totally. it themselves. So. I, I feel like, I, I don't know who does who gets credit for it, but I feel like it was probably like some young team, you know, in Nintendo that they kind of passed this off to. Because it probably wasn't like Miyamoto or, you know, Sakurai even type of thing, you know, like it's probably yeah. somebody else. But um, yeah, that's, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, wasn't there like a second quest for the Wind Waker as well that had remixed dungeons or I don't um, remember. I there don't was know. A second, there was a second quest in Wind Waker, but I don't think it ever like remixed dungeons or anything. It just um it was like a Made new it game like plus. harder or something? Well no, it was like a new game plus. It carried over all your photographs and stuff if you were doing the completionist thing. You could read Hylians, you could get all the missing bits oh, of text. Right. Link was in his pajamas the entire time. But it was it was basic yeah. stuff. It wasn't really hmm. it was kinda of more like, oh neat. It, it was very it was a very GameCube style new game plus where it was like Hey, here's all the secret stuff you didn't understand the first time. Go play the game a second time. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying my time with that. I, I think I've mentioned in the past that I usually, Ocarina of Time is like my Christmas, Thanksgiving type game. Well, I put a remix on it, and I decided to do Master Quest this time. Refresh my memory, because I remember having a really fun, hard time with the Master Quest mode in, I think by then it was called Hero Mode in mm-hmm. Skyward Sword, um, because one of the gimmicks they do in Skyward Sword is you cannot heal unless you drink potions. You right. cannot pick up, there are no right. hearts on the ground, you cannot pick up hearts, you cannot recover. Dang, is I that forgot a thing? about that. That's not a thing in Master Quest no. on the, okay, okay, so that was just no. Skyward Sword. I, I was misremembering, but I love, like that was a challenge, my man. Like, sure. enemies deal double damage and you have to come with potions because you will not be able to heal otherwise. Like, yeah, super cool. Yeah, no, that uh, I do remember that. It, I don't think that that is a thing here in this Master Quest. But as Justin has said, there's kind of like a couple of different versions of like the hard mode Master Quest type of thing. Yeah. So you know, maybe yeah. in one of them. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of been the bulk of my gaming time. Um, I did play Pokemon Go. There was that really cool event towards the end of the year. Um, actually, two events actually kind of mad at the second event but let's talk about the first one um the first one i think you got it was like a dollar and then they um had all of the shiny community day pokemon available that weekend Mm. so that was kind of fun collecting all the ones that we had missed nice um and then over the new year um and christmas there were two different events so there was a bunch of christmas themed pokemon for good like two weeks i want to say didn't get a single shiny one that i didn't already have i did get the booger bear um with the little bow i I got got that one shiny but i already had one from last year so i traded it to heather so whatever it's fine Mm -hmm. um but then for the new year event i didn't get any of those damn new year pokemon and moreover what was it like Slowpoke and Slowbro? Yeah, Slow all the King, same yeah. same kind of ones as before. But moreover, they used the same Pokemon from last year. So the Slowpoke yeah. says 2020, and it is not 2020 anymore, Niantic. Let's go. I guess that's go. kind of the maybe that's kind of the joke though, because it's. I guess Poke, right. Like, <laughs> he's celebrating two new years ago. <laughs> right, but uh, yeah, no, that's about it. Um, really, I mean, Ocarina of Time. What else can you say about that game, right? But like, yeah. just. Even going back to the N64 version and like playing it on that type of hardware, you know, that type, like where it's really limited, just so good, so good. Um, have you gotten to try the Space Worlds? Uh, I downloaded it, but I haven't played it. it. No, that is a trip, man. Like, just, <laughs> um, I've 
I did the Great Deku Tree dungeon, and it is completely different. Um, I'm going to have to try that. Uh, wandering around Hyrule Field is just, like, everything's, like, it's familiar, but different, and, and sure. just, um, yeah, just everything's just slightly off. It's like the bizarro world of I, of Ocarina I actually have a folder of ROMs on my hacked Switch of just Ocarina of Time, like, <laughs> hacks or like this master quest is one of the ones in there so kind of excited to go back and play those games even though i probably should be playing some of the 60 dollars games i bought in the last <laughs> couple of months but you know what are you gonna do so the space world one that's the uh the demo version that they released they, yep. like, yeah they somebody had gone demo. through taken all the the stuff that had been uh leaked and had come out of like ROM dumps and stuff like that and put it together to recreate the demo version that was available at Space World 1997. Yeah, so right we're talking like mm-hmm. beta, like like re- real beta stuff here. Interesting. Um, so like uh, Kakariko Village is basically a big open area with a bunch of like boxy looking houses and it has like just really super simple stuff. It's weird but kind of cool. Cool. Um, well, I guess if Eugene is done, Justin, do you want to go next or should I? Uh, you go ahead and uh, talk about your Animal Crossing last because I've got something to say about my Animal Crossing experience. Alright, we'll piggyback. We'll do the old piggyback. I have played a lot of games, guys, in the last like two to three weeks, and I'm going to try to list them off without getting really boring. Uh, I've managed to play two successful rounds of Mario Party, which were both fantastic. One with my good buddy Steve and his lovely wife Justina. One oh, with my fancy. friend down the block. And fun fact... Playing with a guy who lives in the same city as you is a lot easier on the old Wi-Fi than playing <laughs> with somebody who lives, like, 40 states away. So, yeah, Mario Party, though. Fun game. Really like it. Really like it a lot. Wish that the, the Nintendo Wi-Fi worked a little bit better because, man, it's such a good game. I would play that all day if I could. But we still didn't win. Steve and I have never been able to record a session where either of us have won. The computer beat all of us. It was pathetic. He was a normal difficulty Luigi. So it was, it was, uh, you know, to, to quote a metaphor, it was like having a cat on your refrigerator, basically. Um, I have been playing a lot of Crash Bandicoot games. Um, one of the reasons for that is because my friend gave me Crash Bandicoot 4 for Christmas this year. So I've been playing that very slowly, very slow burn. Um, if you like Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot 4 is the best and, like, definitive game in the series that you absolutely have to play. It is so freaking good, guys. They did such a good job. It feels like a traditional Crash Bandicoot game. It's just as hard. It's just as nasty and unforgiving. It does all the same stupid stuff, like hiding crates in really out-of-the-way obscure areas that are going to piss you off and you're going to have to end (laughs) up looking it up online. But, but, like... It's got a plot, which is really cool. Like, usually Crash Bandicoot games are really, like, two-dimensional, but this one's, like, really, like, fleshed out. Like, you get to interact with all the characters. The bosses are, like, taunting you mid-level. So it's like you get to, to Embryo's level, the mad scientist from the first game, and he's like, it's a shame I have to test on the indigenous life, but, you know, you have to break a few camels to make an evil potion. And, like, it's, just, it's so much fun. Like, it's such a freaking charming game. You get to play as Tana, 
the the girlfriend from the first game. She's got like an alternate reality, like badass super girl thing going on. Um, supposedly, sure. there you get to play some of the villains later on that I haven't even gotten to yet. I'm really liking it. It's such a cool game. So if you have any interest in Crash Bandicoot, get Crash Bandicoot Four. Um, I've also been kind of love slash hate playing Crash Team Racing. I had a weekend where I hit that game pretty hard. Uh, full disclosure warning: if you have Crash Team Racing. It is the first and only game that apparently has a broken eShop link for, for buying things. If you oh, try yeah. to buy in-game currency, <laughs> it, will, it will charge you for the currency, but it will not give you the currency. Both Steve oh, and myself kind of broken. Both Steve and myself have tried this now, and it didn't work for either of us. So if you're playing that game, earn the money in-game, because you will be wasting your money otherwise. <sighs> what can you say? Because because that sort of thing isn't egregious enough. We uh-huh. have to make it just outright stealing. Well, let's not forget, too, that these are the guys who released the game, said there weren't going to be any microtransactions, and then a month later added microtransactions and have the whole shop centered in a way where you can't just buy what you want. It, you have to wait a day for the shop to reset and then buy what you want. The game, I've said this before, the game is amazing. The developers put so much work into making a fantastic love letter of a racing game. Best racing game on the Switch, hands down, easily the best racing game on the Switch. Tons of fun to play, tons of levels, tons of characters, all of these unlockable costumes and stuff. It's got like Mortal Kombat 11 syndrome, right? The game is phenomenal. The company aspect of of creating this microtransaction Mm -hmm. environment is despicable. So you have to enjoy the game despite the corporate entity that's breathing down your neck. I I think you've mentioned that every time you've talked about this game, so it's got to be really bad. Yeah, like Mortal Kombat 11 is literally the only game I've ever gotten that deep into, Mm -hmm. like, game-specific cryptocurrency and stuff like that. Like, this... Well, like, the stuff they've done, the stuff they've managed to accomplish in this game is amazing. It combines all of the courses from all of the old Crash Racing games, all the characters. There's deep cuts to, like, referential characters that only appeared, like, once in a game and, and, you know, have made it into this series and stuff. Like, a lot of love. References in the costumes to, like... There, there was, like, a game where it was referenced that, like, the, the main villain, uh, Neocortex, like, started off as a clown, and one of his costumes is a clown, you know, that kind of stuff like really like just deep crash bandicoot like a lot of love but then at the same time it's like oh yeah i gotta race online 50 times to get enough coins to buy this thing before it disappears in five hours you know it's (laughs) it's a it's a disgusting mix of love and hate you know sure I think it's, it's like a great a nightmare. Game, though, despite so it's all like the, a, yeah, it, it, it sounds like a nightmare only because that it is such a good game. It's you know worth what I mean? it's worth putting in the effort. Yeah, that's what's so painful about it, right? Like it's not just like a cheap mobile game where you can just like like when I played Simpsons Tapped Out and I started to get these like gates and it was like oh you have to wait a day to put down another building. I was like okay, yeah, I'll just yeah, uninstall the apps. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really need to build my own my own Springfield, you know. But yeah, no, it's it's a cool game. I wish that it was handled better because it's. Such a fun game, and it's um, not free to play, right? Like you actually have to. No, pay it's a, it, it's for a, it, right? it's you, it's a game you buy, and then yeah, you mm. can earn all the currency by doing races online and stuff. But or, so help you, if you're not if you're not playing online on the weekend, you're not going to be earning much currency. So then it's you can pay for it, but you can't pay for it because the eShop's busted for it. So <laughs> good luck, I guess. 
Um, the other game that I got for Christmas that I have been very much enjoying is Big Brain Academy um, on the Ooh. Switch. Big Brain Academy was my brain age. Like, when I was growing up, I had Big Brain Academy on the DS or the 3DS or whatever it was on. And I loved that game. Like, it was so much fun. I've never really liked Brain Age as much. I tried to get into it, but I, I know Big Brain Academy is kind of the knockoff game. Like, it's the Pepsi to Brain Age's Coke. There but, seems to be a theme to your games this week, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I, I'm not seeing it, so hit me up. <laughs> the 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 off-brand knockoff of Nintendo franchises. <laughs> I, I guess, although Crash Bandicoot is kind of just his own thing. But, um, but, but, Nintendo but, still did it first. But um, but no, it's. But Diddy um, Kong Racing did it better. That's so true. But no, it's just um, it's a really cool game. Like if you like those kind of games, if you like you know thinky, puzzly, you know edumacation games, I, I think it's a lot of fun. They have this like ghost mode where you can play online against like other people's profiles and stuff. So I'm going up against like eight-year-old Japanese kids and 40-year-old <laughs> Japanese businessmen and everybody's sure. Japanese because everybody that plays this game is Japanese, apparently. But the, the presentation and, like, the, the personality behind it I find so much more charming than Brain Age. And Brain Age has gotten really stale lately. Like, I don't know if you guys have played the newer ones, but Dr. Kawashima or whatever his name was, he doesn't even do, like, a voiceover anymore. Like, he's not in the game anymore. It's just, like, text bubbles reading off speech. So, like, all the personality that used to come with those games is gone it's kind of a bummer. Um, I, so I guess speaking of games that are a lot like Crash Bandicoot, Donkey Kong Country 2. Steve and I played that. That was freaking fun. We stayed up many nights playing that game together. Uh, and this is going to be a spoiler to anybody who watches my videos on YouTube, but we 102%ed that game, guys. We, we did everything there was to do in that game, and it felt really cool because I've never done that before. Steve has. Steve's done I... it in half the time, but it felt really good. I have not, I have never, I completed Donkey Kong Country 1 after many, many, many years, Yeah. Um, and I completed Donkey Kong Land. I have not completed any other Donkey Kong game before. So I had done Donkey Kong Country 3 on my own back in college. I had never 102%ed Donkey Kong Country 2. So that was really... Because this is my Donkey Kong Country. This is my favorite one. The only one I have left is one, and I'm going to have to get to that at some point, I guess, down the road. But um, no, it's been fun. Me and Steve have been playing through these Donkey Kong Countries together. Um, they are my favorite videos to edit for my channel because like, going back and watching us play is so much fun because we're just having a wonderful time. So like, I've really been enjoying our, our play sessions in that. Someday, we're going to hate play Donkey Kong Country Simply 3, and we'll see how that goes. a wonderful gaming time. The other game that I've been having a wonderful time playing is Claymates on the Super Nintendo emulator whatever thing. Remember when Claymates came out and I was the only one that was excited for it and like the whole world <laughs> and the internet was like, what the hell is Claymates? I grew up thinking this was a great game that everyone had heard of. I guess not. It is a freaking cool game. I really like Claymates, guys. I'm it so is baffled so that we much got fun. Claymates instead of Clay Fighter. They're well, from we, the same developer. We clearly got the better game because Claymates is fantastic. It is such a weird, niche platformer game that I feel like deserves so much more clout than it gets. The way you transform into different animals is like Donkey Kong-esque, but it's got like a Mario power-up thing where when you get hit, you lose the transformation. Just, ah, it's such a cool game. I really, really like it. If you like Claymates, if you don't know what Claymates is, you'll like it. Play it. It's really fun. Um, and that brings us to the elephant in the room, right? Oh, no, it doesn't because I also played Digimon Cyber Sleuth too. 
Um, let's talk about that first. That's that RPG that came out like 10 years ago on the Switch. I've been playing that. I played the first one. I didn't really get that into it because there's a lot of plot and you're running around a big city and they tell you to go to Shibuya and you don't know where Shibuya is because the map is terrible. So you spend like 40 minutes running around different cities trying to find one guy in a yellow shirt who tells you where to go next. This game doesn't really do that. This game is much more straightforward and mission-based. So you can actually like play it like an old Pokemon game and just like collect monsters and evolve them and stuff. So that's really fun. I'm having a good time with that. Now let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is Animal Crossing. I have still been playing New Leaf. I'm really enjoying New Leaf. It's a great game. I did the Christmas and the New Year's events for New Leaf because that's the game where I kind of have more passion, I guess. Like those are the, the villagers that I really like. But something changed for me in New Horizons that has me really enjoying that game. Steve is playing New Horizons now. Steve booted up New Horizons a couple of weeks ago and um, decided he was going to restart his island because when he transferred over all this stuff from his old Switch, it didn't save. So he started working on that. And now that he's got his island built, he rolled credits with the KK concert and all that stuff, and he's just kind of running around doing stuff. We're actually, like, talking about the game in our free time, and it's like, oh, this is cool. Like, Steve needs fossils. I need gyroids. Like, I, I, have, I have something to do. I have tons of fossils. If, if either of you need any, well, let me know. I actually I haven't last... been selling them lately ever since you guys said that you needed them. Just last night, I actually got my final fossil that I needed. Steve still needs a ton of them, so drop them off. But, um, yeah, no, I got my last fossil, so I finally finished that for the first time in, like, any Animal Crossing game ever. But, uh, yeah, I've been on the gyroid hunt. I've been doing a lot of time traveling and cheating because I just don't care. And uh, I've got <laughs> a butt-ton of gyroids lining my streets. And just tonight, I got my first squeakoid that I got myself, which is the one that I've been hunting for. So oh, I'm happy yeah, about you were that. saying that it's finally got one, huh? Yeah, nice. I was on the call with Steve right before uh, you guys jumped on. I was like, Steve! Oh, my <laughs> God, Steve! <laughs> so... Uh it kind of would make the game less fun, probably, but I kind of wish that somehow, like, if you, there was time traveling, that Mr. Rossetti came and, like, gave you, you know? <laughs> no, I, I want that, too. That's the thing. That like, would be, you know, I know, I realize they took him away because he upset children, but children aren't usually the ones to do that, so that would totally be a practical use of his. See, the sure. problem is, I'm about to get very upsetting to people, so if this bothers you, I'm, I apologize. And it's not meant <laughs> to be a personal attack on you. I think it's less because he was upsetting to children and more because he was upsetting to, like, whiny 20 to 40-year-olds who can't handle the fact that, like, the game was at some times, like, mean to you. Because the game <laughs> sure. tends to attract very, like, emotionally fragile people, I feel like. For better or worse, those games have to exist. But, you know, they took out all the mechanics from the old games that were, like, really... Like, okay, gotta log in, gotta get my gotta get my flowers watered so they don't die, gotta make sure none of my <laughs> villagers are moving away. It's like I on the one hand it's kinda nice that that's a thing, and I hope they keep that as a thing in future games. But I'd love to have like a classic mode you can go to where it's sure. like, okay, yeah, things are gonna happen and villagers are gonna move and Rossetti's gonna get pissed at you and you know, it's I, I miss that stuff. You know, that was really what made Animal Crossing so interesting, and I just got in on the tail end of it before it like all went away, you know. So I like that back, personally. Like, swap out the mayor for Rossetti, and then your game's harder or something? Yeah, exactly. Just just get back some of that stuff. So, like, if you do reset the game, you get a lecture, and you have to sit through, like, five minutes of him yelling at you and stuff. Like, there was a charm to that, you know? And a lot of people, I feel like, play Animal Crossing 
like for efficiency's sake, and I know I'm treading into Steve waters now because I've seen how you play Animal Crossing, Steve. But um, but but sometimes it's kind of fun to have the game not be efficient and be really annoying and yell at you for an hour uh, when you do there something is wrong, something you know? to that, right? Like... I thought it was charming. I thought it was really unique, and now it just feels kind of more like another sim game, you know. So. Actually, um, real quick, before you dive in, I'm just going to wrap up my Animal Crossing thought. Because uh, I've also been playing Happy Home Academy on Animal Crossing Switch. I started that last night. Steve and I have been playing forget that. that's a thing. Yeah, always. I did too. And yeah, um, I haven't tried it yet, actually. So I was sitting with Steve, and he's playing... The, and he hasn't heard me tell this story yet. But I was sitting with Steve the other night, and he's playing Happy Home Academy... And he, he's got this request to make a mushroom forest for one of his villagers. And he's like, oh, my God, Lucas, I can make a mushroom stool. Oh, my God, there are mushroom lights. And he's, like, <laughs> discovering all the items. And he's, like, getting really, like, really into building out this house. It's like, oh, I mixed the carpet with the da-da-da-da-da-da. And he's sending me photos of everything he's doing. It looks, ama- <laughs> it looks amazing. Like, he's mixing and matching colors. And I feel like I was watching, like, an HGTV, like, home design show or something so then i was like okay i gotta try this because there's no way i'm gonna get as into it as steve but i tried to set aside my cynicism for like the last game where i would just be like okay she wants these three items put it in a blank house and move on to the next one and like actually have fun like designing the house and i'm kind of enjoying it honestly i'm kind of having a good time like my my client comes in and they're like i want a, a personal gym and i was like all right we can put the the training bars over here and i'm thinking a rock climbing wall over here on this adjacent side and then we'll put in some sound systems so you can it's kind of fun i'm having a good time <laughs> now let me ask you this because this is something that i've heard from people that have played both mm-hmm. um now do you wish that the happy home design elements were actually in new horizon proper or so does that from not what, bother you what i've heard from steve is that you can kind of do that at the end that once you get to like 30 or something you can actually start like customizing interiors of people's homes personally no because i'm a re- even though i even though i got on the animal crossing train in 2013 i kind of feel like i identify as an animal crossing purist so like i like sure I like, like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm your villager, and I'm looking for a bug, and you give them a bug, and the bug's in the house. Like, I like that. It feels the game mm-hmm. is organic. The villagers are doing their own thing. I don't want to control every aspect of my villager's life, right? I like, I like the annoyance of having a villager move right next to me and me having to wait three months to kick them out of my town so I can get another guy and then, you know, game the system so he doesn't. Like, I like that kind of stuff because it feels more sure. real, you know? So I don't really want to control every aspect of my villager's lives, but... I can see why some people really would, and they'll put in all that effort to, you know, create an interior that they really want. But I, I don't know. It's not really for me. Anyway, that's my thoughts on Animal Crossing. So now I will pass the mic over to Justin. Yes, so here's my thoughts on Animal Crossing. I have been playing it for the first time ever. I actually participated in, well, I think I did Toy Day once some on, on either New Leaf or New Horizons. But I actually intentionally did it this year. I also took uh, part in my first uh, New Year's celebration, which I have videos and screenshots of. I still haven't shared. Um, But uh, so I am having a huge problem with getting Brewster. Really? I, 
I, I've completely built out Harv's Island, so I know, and I have the option to go to work, so I know that the expansion and all that stuff is on my system. It's up to date. Can I help? Well, <laughs> well alright, let me tell you what I have done, and then you tell me what I've done wrong. Okay. I speak to Blathers almost every day. Mm-hmm. He never once has mentioned opening a cafe or whatever it is he's supposed to mention. Okay. And I've looked for an option to bring it up, and and it's never anything. I've gone to an island with Cap'n every day. Mm. Never seen Brewster wandering around any of them. I've even f- flown to islands to see if maybe he's wandering around with it. Nope, nothing. So I have everything that I need to get this to happen, but nothing is triggering it. I have a theory, but it's probably not legit because you've probably already done this. Um, have you deposited one of every type of item into your museum, like a fossil, a bug, a fish, a deep sea creature? An I haven't done a deep sea creature. Maybe that's, that's, that's it. So I don't know if that's a requirement, but in the old Animal Crossing games, like you couldn't get some features until you had one of every piece. So maybe it's that. I don't know. When I logged in, he immediately went, hey, go to go on a Cap'n store. I went on my first Cap'n store, and he was right there. So maybe it's a deep-sea creature thing. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think. Oh, Steve is saying you need one of each creature, and you have to have done the first KK concert. Well, he definitely did the concert, okay. so it's got to be a deep-sea creature. All right. I will do I will do some diving tonight. Cause, gotta you know, be a deep-sea there's, there's, not, there's nothing better than deep-sea diving in the middle of January. There you go. Um, <laughs> um, so, all right, so there's there's that. Thank you, everyone. I, 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 I knew that if I mentioned it here, somebody would have some solution other than completely nuke your save and start from scratch. Infendo tech support. <laughs> My favorite is when you, like, post that stuff on, like, GameFAQs or something, and all the responses are, don't know, it worked fine for me. Maybe you have a broken <laughs> copy. That, was, that was it. Like, I'm Googling yeah. this. I'm reading Reddit. I'm like, why is it this isn't happening? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, excellent. I will try that tonight. So I have been playing a lot of Animal Crossing lately, and I'm really, like, trying to, like, because my Animal Crossing has just become kind of boring routine at this point, and mm-hmm. I'm really trying to find ways to mix it up. Harv's Island is is great because I can check for new paintings and, and stuff like that every day. It gives me yeah. one other thing to do. I really to need do. to download this game again. It's or actually just, just um, booted up. I think it's on my system still. I'm working on replacing a lot of my cheap things around my island with nicer things like, you know, land bridges with actual bridges and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I'm going to start doing that. Um, I found potatoes and pumpkins on islands that I traveled to with Cap'n. And so I thought, well, maybe I need to clear out some of these flowers that I have growing everywhere (laughs) around my island and start planting, like, food around and kind of redesign. I want to, like, maybe move my villagers. Um, so my islands kind of split up, as most of them are. Like, there's a river that, that runs through. And most of my villagers are in this one mass near the town center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there's one way over here in this corner, and then there's one over in this corner. And I'm like, I want to kind of mm. consolidate and make it a city. So... So, you know, I'm kind of getting more interested in doing more of the semi-controly things that Lucas doesn't like on yeah. my island. Well, like, 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 when Steve unlocked terraforming, he did it for, like, two minutes, and he was like, 
man, I thought I was really going to like this, but I kind of hate it. I was like, yeah, it's a pain, right? It really, yeah. it really sucks. I've, like, I've done it on a few different places where I really wanted to make like changes mm-hmm. to, to terrain yeah. or make things easier to traverse. Yeah. But besides that, I'm like, I picked my island because it looks like a wang. Yeah, I don't want to change that. <laughs> Classic Justin. Exactly. <laughs> For those of you who haven't visited, it's called Isle of Knob. So, you know. Oh, God. I, um, uh, I, I, I always drop off on Animal Crossing kind of right at the same spot. Like, okay, my house is paid off. All right, I've got like one of every See, fruit. Now I'm I starting do. to time travel and it's starting See, to get that's boring. The, because... That's the content that I think is missing. And not to be a broken record, but that's the content that I think is missing from the older games that, that's not here in New Horizons. Is They put a lot of effort into really making the first like 200 hours of this game mm-hmm. really fun and really goal-oriented and stuff. But then once you get your house built and paid off and everything mm-hmm. and you have all your islanders and everything, right about the time you unlock Terraform, I feel like unless you that's really exactly like, that was it for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you really like I decorating, New Leaf too. Then like, see, see, I never get there with that game. And I know guys who have played like their old Animal Crossing game for decades. You know, it's like, oh, I missed the holiday event this year. Guess I'll have to boot it up next year. Like that kind of stuff. Like I don't know. It just feels like those games had more like day to day stuff to keep you busy. You know, like when I boot into New Leaf, I, I meet up with a villager have, and he's like, Hey, I'm coming over to your house at ten PM. I'm like, Oh crap, okay, better not hang out with <laughs> real friends, you know? Like I, I haven't uh, <laughs> see my villagers just crash my house randomly. So mm-hmm. Usually um, at the worst time too, right? When right, you're moving like a I, table like, or yeah. <laughs> right. I was like walking out the door and somebody came in. I'm like, really? Like, okay. Here's here's my arcade machines. I'm mm-hmm. out. <laughs> um so, um, two things that I really hope that they add to New Horizons. They probably won't because they said that this was the last big edition, mm-hmm. but I wish they would add the ability to expand your rooms. Because that's something they had in New Leaf that they don't have in this. And, yeah. and like, because if I remember correctly, New Leaf, you could have three floors, and then your ground floor had one room on each side mm-hmm. and then you could expand every room upstairs I ground floor and downstairs i think you're right yeah you started with small and then you could do medium and large for the main room yeah. and i think each side room was a medium and you could make it mm-hmm. a large and yeah right nice. yeah like i miss that especially since i've got so much stuff and I want to be able to, you know, show it off and design things, but I'm like, if I do that, then I have to take away this other thing I have. Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, but you know, I still, I still love it. I still play it almost every night. Um, and then I'll fall off of it, not play it for months, and then get back into it again. <laughs> um, I'll probably stop playing it around Easter because Pika. the eggs. <laughs> Bunny day. The Easter <laughs> holiday was pretty awful. Um. But um, besides Animal Crossing, uh, there, uh, I have been. I finally started playing Age of uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Like actually playing it. Like I played nice. the demo of it, and then I bought the game when it was on sale Black Friday, I think, and didn't boot it up. And I'm like, you know, I really, I'm really like hankering for some more Zelda, and. Like, this is kind of filling that void. Like, Breath of the Wild 2 can't come out soon enough. And I actually restarted 
Breath of the... I haven't beaten Ganon in my Master Mode um, save yet, just because it's one of those things like, well, if I do that, then the game is over. But it's such a but, weird way to think about it. Like, I don't understand but that. <laughs> what I realized is I'm never going to be able to get, like, all of this, like, endgame, postgame, expansion pack stuff that I had on the Wii U version because I'm playing in Master Mode, and some of that stuff is just like infuriatingly difficult so like i started a new save in normal mode so that i can do all that stuff and actually have fun with the game and not be frustrated by it so i started replaying that recently i've been thinking about booting up breath of the wild recently with uh seemingly breath of the wild 2 on the horizon for this year even though nintendo said nothing of the sort but i just can <laughs> smell it i can feel it Rumors are holiday of this year, but, um, uh, I went on a, oh, okay, so one of the things I've been playing the most of lately has been the eShop, because between Black Friday, Christmas, New Year's, game. and even right now, there are still games on my wish list that are going on pretty, like, good sales like bug fable is 50 percent off right now that's the lowest it's been ever um it's a good game bunch of bunch of other things that are on my list that that on, that are on sale of course i'm running out of money but um that's why i stockpiled it for the past like year and a half because i'm like there's gonna be a sale someday i'm gonna buy everything um so one game that i bought i heard about this on a youtube video and and I thought I absolutely have to try this. Um, it went on. It was like originally like I want to say ten, maybe even fifteen dollars. It went on sale for three dollars, and I bought it. It is Popeye. This is not the original Nintendo arcade game of Popeye that I absolutely love, but this is a three D redesigned I hear it's recreation. Terrible of that arcade I'm like I have to try this just to say that I did it is definitely if you have any interest in this game do not pay more than three dollars for it <laughs> because it say. is not worth more than that I, I, um, I heard it's real bad <laughs> it is I mean it's not bad it is perfectly serviceable but there's but... not a lot of game there like this is literally a I'm sitting on the toilet I don't want to get get into anything that's going to take a lot of time so i'm going to play this for five ten minutes like this sure. literally like it's the most bare bones thing there is it's it works it's fun ish but like <laughs> i i love the original pac-man arcade game and once i found out that this is basically a remake of it i'm like i have to try this out so i've played that on and off um, for some reason, got back into Pokemon Shield, because um, I never beat that. And with, you know, all these new Pokemon games coming out that I know I'm going to buy and not finish, I thought maybe I need to put some time into another one that I've bought and not finished. <laughs> um, uh, da -da -da -da. I've bought Burger Time Party, because that was on sale during the holidays, which prompted me to also play some of Super Burger Time and original arcade Burger Time. So, I don't know why I'm on a Burger Time kick, because why the hell not? This is, ladies and gentlemen, this is what ADHD does to a person with <laughs> a gaming hobby. You 
can't just commit to any one thing. You just bounce from one thing to another. Hmm. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to mention? Oh, Minecraft. Um, I haven't played Minecraft in probably over a year. I don't even know if Banful Samp is still a thing anymore. I should probably go check out my mansion if it's still there because it was always surrounded by creepers. But I did boot it up because they released a Walt Disney World 50th Anniversary World that basically is a exact, quote-unquote, exact recreation of the Magic Kingdom Park. Oh, boy. In Minecraft with Disney characters and Disney costumes you can wear. And Has Minecraft gone Fortnite? Are they just, like, corporate now? Is it just, like, everything? <laughs> oh, I mean, they've always had licensing stuff. It's like Lego. Well, but... once they got bought by Microsoft, it kind of yeah. spelled the, doom, That, you know? too. <laughs> but, um... One of the best thing. parts about it is you can ride the rides. Like, the first thing I did was walk straight to the back of the park and get on the Haunted Mansion. And it is, like, you you interact with, with you know, one of the, the cast members and a doom buggy-shaped minecart comes up and you sit <laughs> in it and it literally takes you through the tour with the ghost host dialogue, with the music, like everything. Like, it's an exact recreation of the ride in Minecraft. That's I went on Space Mountain. Like, this is the most ridiculous thing. It only costs, like, I don't know, 10-ish dollars in in Microsoft Space Bucks, whatever the hell you use on in Minecraft. But um but it was totally worth it. Like this is what I wished Disneyland Connect Adventures could have been. Like if you can just combine these two things and put them on the Switch, it would be perfect. I might never go to Disney World again. That's not true. I'm going in a couple of weeks. But um so yeah, that got me back into Minecraft. Um, I've bought a bunch of games that I've barely played. Not really worth playing them. A little bit of Grand Theft Auto here and there. Um, the only other thing that I want to mention is Super Pac-Man Arcade Archives came out today. And I bought that, so I'm eager to give that a try. Um, I found out when I went on the eShop. You can search for Pac-Man on the eShop, and it'll give you, you know, the Arcade Archives Pac-Man and the Namco Museum. Every single Namco collection there is that Pac-Man is on. A bunch of games that, of course, Pac-Man 99, a bunch of games that have Pac-Man skins, like Super Smash Brothers with Pac-Man in it. Games that are tangentially related to Pac-Man, because they're also arcade games that came around the same time. If you search the eShop for Ms. Pac-Man, you get literally nothing. Sexism. <laughs> like, this is how far Namco has gone to dissociate themselves with that game that they never officially licensed. Like, they're like, nope, if you search for this, we won't even tell you that you can get other Pac-Man games. We're just <laughs> going to give you nothing. <laughs> so that was a fun little discovery. Uh, but, yeah, um, oh, before I forget, and I won't spend a whole lot of time on this, um, since I finished paying off my uh, Switch OLED and had some money in that credit account left to spend, I bought myself a PS4, oh. and I've been playing Spider-Man 4. Jeez. Or Spider-Man 4. Spider-Man PS4. How is it? Um, 
It was supposed to be a great game. It is. I mean, it's 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 Breath of the Wild. Like it's that sort of. Here's a big open world. There's a story you can follow, or you can just explore the world and find a bunch of stuff. Like mm-hmm. obviously, right. there's more story to it than than Breath of the Wild because it is. There's a story progression to it. It's not completely free. You know, do whatever yeah. you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. But it's 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 beautiful. It's fun, and I. I'm looking forward to spending more time with that and with uh, Metal Gear Solid, whichever one came out on the PS4. Didn't um, they I think release... it was. Sorry. <clears throat> I think it was five, but anyway. I was gonna say, didn't they release a Miles Morales like sequel game for like Miles PS5 Morales is or my something? boy. Oh, I know. Yeah, um, <laughs> they did that. I thought that that was an expansion. Yeah, because I bought the game. Yeah. I bought the game of the year. I think it's version. a standalone uh, game, yeah. actually. Yeah, I bought the game of the year version of Spider-Man, thinking that Miles Morales would come with it, and it didn't. So um, yeah, it's like a standalone. I don't. I think it's on PS4 also, but I know it's on PS5. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure it's on both. Um, it's so it's funny, you know, now that you know all the new generation systems are out, I'm starting to get into the previous generation systems. So, if, you know, if we're talking about Spider-Man, I'll tell you, we just watched all the Spider-Man films after watching the mm. newest Spider-Man film. Yeah, and let me tell you, that is a trip. We'll <laughs> with uh, Tobey Maguire and ending with Homeboy. I bet. Yeah, I I have. I've seen all of the Spider-Man movies except for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Never saw those before. Those are the first times I've seen them, yeah. I saw Amazing Spider-Man in the theater in 3D. Um, and and I have it on Blu-ray. And I have Amazing Spider-Man 2 on Blu-ray. just haven't sat down to watch it. And I haven't seen No Way Home yet. Okay, so. can we all just agree, though, that... Oh, I guess not Justin, because he hasn't seen Amazing Spider-Man 2. Was it, like, Electro or whatever? Like, was the dumbest origin story yeah, that, like, I've so ever was. seen. It's like, he, he, so loves, he loves Spider-Man, and then he goes out to meet Spider-Man... And, like, they're showing footage of Spider-Man in New York City, and he's like, why aren't they showing footage of me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. And, and moreover, how are you going to get somebody like Jamie Foxx and make him I some blue know, dude, the whole, dude the whole movie? I like, know. That's, With the buck like, teeth, and then, like, the uh, teeth. The teeth, like, fuse together when he's transforming. And, I was oh, so God. mad that entire movie. I mean, it's a good... It's not, it's not yeah, terrible. Yeah, but it's, it's like, the, it's it's like, like the Spider-Man... It's kind of like um, Spider-Man 3 for, like, the Tobey Maguire saga. It's the one that you watch... They tried to do too much. It's the one yep. that you watch to kind of, like, laugh at and be like, okay, you know, there's some moments here to <laughs> yeah. enjoy, but it's silly, it's stupid, it's, you know... Yeah. And, and, like, Spider-Man 3 had so much potential, except for, you know, all the executive but, meddling that but you, all you, you have think to of, put... All you think this about is... In it. You have to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, this is, this is not... Uh, Watch the audio wait, coming up, that Coming way. up next on our Marvel podcast, <laughs> yeah. uh, which Thor do you prefer? <laughs> Fat Thor, definitely, all day. Daddy Thor for me. Um, yeah, I, I guess if that's it... Um, I, I, the, well, one other one... thing that I've been playing since Christmas is this lovely little fidget bendy spinner thing okay. that I was wondering what that noise was <laughs> yeah have fun editing that out <laughs> yeah the only thing else i'll say before we kick out of here because i assume that we're just about done yeah, um just about done. 
I did go to a movie theater for the first time. I, I, I think you guys got that when I said when I went to go see Spider-Man. Boy, is that weird after two years. Oh, my Lord. That's I weird. Bet. We saw Jungle Book in the theater, and, yeah, it was, like, it was, it wasn't deserted, but it felt just off. Like, yeah. Is this, I, like, I am, a new I am all for Jungle Book? Jungle, jungle Cruise. Cruise. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, on the Disney, I was right? going to say, when Jungle Book came out, I was working at the movie theater. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I don't know whether I misspoke or you misheard, but Jungle Cruise. Gotcha. Um, um, yeah, like I, if we can go off on on a movie related tangent here, like I am all on board this streaming at home. Same, thing. give it to me. Like my, Love well, that's it. what they're my that's what they're I, so afraid of, right? That's why they're doing this. Like you can only see it in theaters. Yeah, kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, know. and that's because like Sony doesn't have a streaming service to put it on, so you know they won't let Disney Plus have it. So mm-hmm. they're like, nope, you have to go to the theater. I'm like, well, nope, I'm gonna wait until it's on Blu-ray, get it from a Redbox, but. Um, yeah, my, my wife like and I are planning on marathoning the <laughs> Matrix movies this weekend because it's another uh, one. Mm-hmm. She she's never seen the third one, and I am just stoked to see the fourth one. Especially everybody who says who's seen it has said if you love uh, the Last Jedi, you'll love Matrix um, Resurrections. Mm. I'm like, that's me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Steve Steve was telling me about the new Matrix movie, and his three word review was. It's another Matrix movie, and that's four words. He, I think, I think he omitted. I think he omitted it's, and it was just like another Matrix movie. But he had a very mixed reaction to it, and I use Steve as kind of my gauge for whether I'm going to enjoy a movie. Sure. I don't really have strong Matrix feelings. Like I've seen them like once, and you know, I I saw them like 20 years after they came out, so I knew that oh, we're mm. all in a machine. So there wasn't like that, you know, right. big moment or anything. So it didn't really do anything for. They were fine, but they weren't like they didn't blow me I away. I saw so. all of them in the theater. Mm. <laughs> I, I I saw the first one in the theater, or maybe not, but I loved it. Second one I definitely saw in the theater. Didn't love it so much. Third one you didn't see in a theater. <laughs> didn't see That's it in the true. Theater, I did not rented. see the third one in the theater. That's right. Third one I didn't see in the theater, rented it, didn't love it, but still excited to see this new one because guess what? It's on streaming, and if it's bad, whatever. Just wasted an hour of my well, life or something, and that's all. There you go. Well, that's how I feel about, you know, like, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. It's a Star Wars movie. It's not my favorite Star Wars movie, but if you say, hey, I'm going to turn on The Rise of Skywalker, I ain't going to say no. I'm plopping myself down and watching sure. it because it's a Star Wars movie. If if the worst thing you can say about Matrix Resurrections is it's a Matrix movie, I'm on board. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for watching our movie podcast. We will be back <laughs> next week with another episode. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, click that notification icon for more funny videos just like this one. Maybe I should play Enter the Matrix again just to make this conversation. Bye-bye! <laughs> Adios.